We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some Bridgewater College football now with the head coach of the Eagles as they get set for the ODAC matchup this weekend. Did lose to Randolph-Macon last week, but again, trying to bounce back coming up this week. Coach, how are you? Hey, hey, Dave. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. We're talking to Scott Lem, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. And Coach, take me back to last week. Obviously, it was a struggle to get anything going against Randolph-Macon, but uh, obviously, first and foremost, that's a really good football team. Yeah, it was. It was. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're a nationally ranked team right now. Um, I think 11 and, and 10, on, depending on what poll you look at, and, and have been all year. Um, and, I mean, they, they, uh, their quarterback's playing at a high level. Um, they've got, you know, a variety of guys on defense that, um, you know, are playing, playing fast. And, and, unfortunately, you know, they made us one-dimensional just based off of uh, some things that we did to ourselves, you know, four turnovers in a game and in only 10 possessions uh, really, really limits your opportunities. And the Eagles will play at Averett coming up this week as, as they played in Danville. But, you know, talk about defensively. Um, obviously, this is a team that's been averaging over 50 points per game. They scored over 50 every single time. You, you hold them to 38. How did you feel defensively like you played? Yeah, I mean, I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like our offense really put our defense on the back foot. Right. And, uh, you know, and that was something we had talked about in the pregame. You know, I think when you talk about high-scoring offenses, you know, everybody wants to focus on the defense. But, man, it was really – you know, it, to me, it's really your offense can help because you know, at least if you keep keep up with them from a scoring perspective and a drive perspective, um, you know, you allow your defense one to rest, right, and then two, to uh, you know, just to to be able to to hopefully put some pressure on them to say, okay, hey, they're scoring with us, we've got to you know, we got to be able to score, and uh, you know, unfortunately, offensively, we just. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't keep that pressure on. You know, had the the you know three turnovers in the first half. You know, the the or the two in the first half and two more in the second half. And um, you know, we start each we start each half with a turnover. And so, um, you know, for us, it, it really just became a one dimensional game on offense. And for them, you know, it really kind of allowed them to play freely. And I think you know when you're able to do that, it's a uh, it it makes a challenge on the opponent. We're John Scott Lamb, head football coach at Bridgewater College. He gets set for Averett this week. Did fall to Randolph Macon last week, and uh, Jay Sear made the start for you. Talk about that decision to make to, to make the start for for Jay Sear. Yeah, Malcolm um, had gotten a little dinged up in the uh, Shenandoah game and, and wasn't moving quite as well. Jay Sear, who had been who had been hurt, um, had really started to progress pretty pretty well, even leading up to the Shenandoah game. But Malcolm had just been playing so well, you know, led us to a nice victory against Hammond Sydney and. You know, again, let us let us well against Shenandoah. You know, we were able to to score there and, and uh, you know really put the game away early and and hold on to it late. And then, um, but but unfortunately, late in the game, he, he got a twisted ankle. And um, you know that so that that was really a pretty easy decision. That was something that we were planning on throughout the week. Um, you know, and then hey, young guys are going to have young guy games every now <laughs> right. and then. And, and Jay Sear had one of those. And um, and you hate to say like hey, the, it's a learning experience, but it is. And um, you know, I'm sure you know that that's a guy just from knowing him and and being around him through this past year so far. Uh, that that's probably you know kicking himself as much as anybody else. Well, that's the one thing too. I, I, it is a learning experience. He's not going to see many better defenses than what he he went up against, and he's going to learn a, bu- a bunch from that. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and his first his first interception he threw, you know, it was a route he had already thrown two times in that drive and so to think okay um you know man i got this again i got this again and uh you know and 
and having such a good relationship back and forth with with JMU, you know, a great coaching point you always hear Coach Sinceri make with his quarterbacks is, hey, you got to play the game, not the drill. And it was kind of like, you know, Jay Sear just said, uh, hey, I've thrown this two times already. I know it's going to be there, and you can see he goes to it right away, and the look's a little bit different, you know, yeah. doesn't read through his keys. And um, that's the tough part about playing quarterback. You know, you, you can play with that experience, but at the same time, you, you still got to go through all your keys and all your reads each time. And you had a hard time running the football, didn't you? That's been such a key for you guys of late. Just couldn't, couldn't find that running game. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, you know, obviously the, the numbers that Kennedy's put up through the year, I'm sure their defense, had, especially their front seven, was jacked up for the for the challenge of uh, of that. And, and they really stepped up. And then, you know, late in the game, it, it just gets to the point to where, um, you know, you just don't have the opportunity because you're trying to, trying to get chunk yards and then you become one-dimensional. And, and we had a couple nice runs towards the end, but – uh, you know, early on, I mean, you know, credit to their defensive front. They've got a you know all all conference guy up front and, and number fifty six, and uh, you know the rest of that group. They really did a, a nice job at, at the front, uh, really containing us. Okay, we're down with Bridgewater head football coach Scott Lamb. They get set for Averett on Saturday at two o'clock in Danville, and this is a team that comes in three and three, but and they're zero and three in league play. But they have a five point loss to, to WNL, a three point loss to Hanman City, and then a loss to Randolph Macon. So their their record a little deceiving right now. This is a pretty good football team. Yeah, and that that three point loss to Hamden Sydney was a, a a field goal that came up short as time wow. expired, and so I mean that you know I think that's that margin for victory that you know you and I have talked about a bunch on, on Thursdays on the show and and just how tight the ODAC can be and um, you know and then the, again the game against WNL that that came down to an onside kick that they had to recover and uh, uh, you know obviously they didn't but um, you know we're able to score late and, and really create an opportunity there and so. Uh, this is going to be one of those games that comes down to the fourth quarter, and and you know we need to we need to be there, and, and hopefully we're in position to hold them off instead of having to chase them. And uh, but but fourth quarter plays and fourth quarter execution is going to make the difference. What when you turn on the film, what kind of stands out with Averett? Yeah, they've got uh, two really dynamic receivers. Um, you know, one with great size. I think he's six foot four. You know, 205 kind of looks like a, a great swing forward in basketball. Um, and then another, a, a blazer um, outside receiver, you know, one of those guys that, that, man, it seems like we've been facing those guys, Dave, the last few weeks between Hamden Sydney, Shenandoah, Macon last week, and, um, you know, guys that can, they run really solid routes, but at the same time, they, they can just run past you. And so I think that's number one. Their quarterback is playing at a high level. Um, and has a nice arm, can get the ball to a lot of different places on the field. Uh, and then they do, I mean, they still have a dynamic back. I mean, in the last two games, he's got two runs over 50 yards each. And so, uh, you know, they can, if if all you're willing to do is defend the pass, I mean, they can hurt you at the line of scrimmage. And then, you know, defensively, it's not like teams are scoring a lot of points against them. Um, you know, Hamden Sydney is a, is a good offense and um, you know, they were able to, they were able to hold up against them down at the, towards the goal line and, uh, force them into a field goal at the end of the first half. They were able to force them into a field goal again uh, late in the game to keep it. A, uh, it was tied. It was 28-28, and they were able to hold in the red zone. And so, you know, a defense that they're going to bend some, but but they haven't broken as much as you'd like to see. Okay, we're talking with Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. He gets set for a road trip to Averett coming up on on Saturday. And you know, talk a little bit more about their offense. It seems like they are pretty balanced. That they again, they're averaging about one sixty seven on the ground, one eighty nine through the air. So this is a team you've got to kind of defend both, don't you? 
Yeah, and and then a lot of RPO built in, and yeah. so when you really break down the calls, it's probably a little bit like us where. If you looked at just what we called, it's probably a little bit more run than pass. But, you know, there's that RPO element where those runs can become passes pretty quickly. Um, and, yeah, I think it just fits who they are. You know, like I mentioned, I think you know quarterback's not a great runner, but he's dangerous with his feet, so he's got a little bit of scramble ability. Um, but then, you know, two dynamic receivers and a running back like they have, and they've got a good size on the offensive line. Um yeah, you know, it, uh, it it's a lot like everybody else. I mean, you know, in our league, you know, outside of WNL, who's really committed to the run and their style of offense, you know, for the most part, we're going to see, um, you know, we seen saw a balance attack versus Shenandoah, saw, you know, a balance attack this past week, you know, saw a balance attack at, at uh, Hammond Sydney that that really turned into a pass attack, but um, you know that we were really expecting both, and so you know, yeah, we've got. Coach G and his group, they, they've got their work cut out for them. How about their offensive line? Do you, do you feel like you may have an advantage with, with your D-line against their O-line? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, from a size perspective, they, they're definitely big guys. I think from an athletic point of view, you know, we've got uh, maybe the edge there, but um, they do a nice job. They, they run a, a stretch scheme in their run game and uh, do a really nice job about, e- even if they're not, you know, able to necessarily get your reach to move you. And, and then the back does a really nice job about finding seams. And so, um, you know, we'll look to, to hopefully be able to dent them up front some and, and get into their backfield. Uh, and, and then, you know, hopefully have uh, have Aaron Nice running over the top, making some plays as well. <laughs> yeah, no question. That's always a good thing. We're talking with Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. Now, their quarterback has thrown seven receptions. Do you feel like that, that, that will that be key to get pressure on him, trying to force maybe some mistakes? Yeah, and no, I mean, give them some different looks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, I guess it's four of those were against uh, Randolph-Macon, okay. and so kind of like us, you know, that's that's been the, the key for them. You know, you look at Macon, thinking back on them, uh, in, uh, in the last three games, Randolph-Macon had 14 turnovers, five were against Averett, four were against us. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's a, that's a recipe that we would definitely love to have. I mean, when you look at, like, pass breakups, we, we lead the conference by far in pass breakups, and we're just not uh, – just gotta catch those, those balls, right? Off when we get an opportunity, you just gotta catch those balls now, right? Some of them, yeah, some of them, and that, you know that was something we talked to the team about. I mean, we had a great opportunity even on Saturday, early in the game, and you know it's, it's tough because we play a lot, a lot of match and man coverage, and so our eyes are getting to the quarterback late and seeing the ball late. So you know you don't get a, a great visual at it all the time, but um, you know we do. We need to start turning some of those. We get our hands on them. We need to catch them. Talking to Scott Lamb, head football coach at Bridgewater College. He gets set for Abert on Saturday at 2 o'clock in Danville. And, and how about defense? Obviously, you've, you've spent a lot of time uh, looking at their defense. What do you what do you see with their defense that could cause you guys some problems? Yeah, I think they, they've got a, a really uh, a hard-charging defensive end um, that, uh, you know, you watch. And, you know, just as a fan of football, you watch the guy and you go, man, I love the way this guy plays. Um, plays really hard, makes plays from behind, you know, chases things down, great pursuit. Um, and then when you're thinking about having to line up against him, you're going, all right, we got, we got to make sure we know where he is. Right. Um, and then they, they've got a, a linebacker that we actually recruited pretty hard and um, that, that runs really well. I mean, I would say, you know, it could, uh, could fit very well in, in what we do defensively that we've got to be prepared for. And then, um, you know, just really a good, good size up front. If there's anything about this team, it's on both sides of the line of scrimmage. They've got, they've got great size. And so, um, we'll, we'll have our work cut out for us, that's for sure. Schematically, is it, is it something that you've seen throughout the year that you're used to? 
Yeah, I mean a four down front, okay. um, two backers in the box. You know, pretty pretty common what you see in college football. Uh, I think they play it pretty well. New defensive coordinator. You know, he's been with them now for seven games, um, and so yeah, I think that it's one of those things that um, they don't do a lot. They don't do a lot, but they are. You see the improvement through the season, and uh, you know, I'm sure that's something they want to see on film that they're looking for out of their guys. And, you know, it's something that we got to look at and go, okay, hey, we can see some of the things they were trying to do in week one, but, you know, how they're playing necessarily isn't going to fit the same. Are, will they bring a ton of pressure on you? On, do you feel, are, are they a heavy pressure team? Once you get inside the red zone, they are. Okay. So today's a red zone day for us. That was something that on, on Wednesdays we work red zone. And um, so that was something that we were looking at already this morning, early this morning and yesterday into our studies and, um, not necessarily in the middle of the field. Have not shown it, um, but in the, in, once they once you get inside the red zone, they're gonna uh, they're gonna start bringing and firing away and, and making the quarterback get the ball out of his hand quick, make him make quick decisions, and then uh, you know if you're gonna run the ball, try to take away as many gaps as possible. You know, you guys have struggled a bit on third down. Is that, you've been really good defensively on third down, and but offensively just 32. percent Is that an area where you've got to get better at? Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, we're not moving the chains, and we're having to send out the punt unit, and uh, and that's something that you know, um, I take a lot of pride in our special teams, and, and I like our punter Alex Olorzano a lot as a person and in, in the way he kicks. And but to keep I him off the weapon. field, though, but yeah, yeah, I would love, I would love for him not to have to kick as much sometimes, and um, yeah, I mean, and and I think that comes back to, and we talked about it on Thursday about being better on first down. You right. Know, can we can we be in third and less than five? Because love our offense there. You know, and I'm sure defensive coordinators don't like some of their calls on those down and distances. And, um, you know, and we'll be aggressive too. And so I think being able to look at uh, one of the trends and one of the trends in college football is really looking at like conversion down. So, you know, sometimes some of those can, those third downs that we're not converting is because we're playing it like second down, not necessarily, you know, really trying to convert, just trying to play it so that fourth down becomes manageable, knowing that we're going to go for it. Are you excited to kind of see how your kids respond from last week? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, luckily, I think, yeah, fans got to wait for another Saturday. You know, I get to see it on, <laughs> on Monday. Right. And uh, we we meet early in the morning. I mean, we meet on Monday mornings, and we have a team meeting at 630 in the morning. And, um, you know, unusual on a college campus, hey, rolling off of a weekend to uh, to get going that early. But, uh, you know, our, our guys were locked in then. And so um, yeah, I think we got a mature group. And, um yeah, is it disappointing the loss? Absolutely. You know, would we have liked to have performed better? And, and you know, had it been a down to the wire loss, there, there's no doubt about it. You know, but you don't you don't get to go back in time. And um, and, and I think you know, it's always a great you know great moment to know. Okay, you know, it came up short here, but there's definitely areas that we did some things okay at, and then you know others that if we want to you know reach our long term goals for the season and and you know long term goals as a program that. Uh, we, we've just got to be able to do more consistently. And so, you know, eye-opening things come in, in different ways. And, and, you know, that was one of those ones that after a loss that, that it's pretty easy to look at it then. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Best of luck this weekend. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on again.